Guys, here we are. This is the final stretch. As some would say, the final countdown. Hopefully you enjoyed your Thanksgiving, Courtney and Blake. How was it? It was fantastic. It was great to see the Packers win um, and the Lions lose or whatever always happens on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's just a bold prediction. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not a prediction. Thanksgiving was great. Uh, Also, I mean, I feel like uh, just as a PSA for all the people listening that our Black Friday through Cyber Monday deals uh, today's Monday. So if you haven't gotten your full focus planners for all of your friends and family, today's a really great day to do that. So you don't want to get to the end of the year and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to do presents this year because, you know, all the like supply chain and which I'm kind of over hearing the word supply chain, frankly, um, this year. So let's strike that from the episode. <laughs> this is the most wonderful time of the year. Is it not? Is it I not, think it Courtney? Is. <laughs> it's great because there's two things that are happening. One, obviously, Santa is on his way, bringing lots of toys and goodies on his slur. Um, <laughs> that was Scott Stapp. Uh, from his 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 creep Christmas, uh, but the other cool thing about this season is it's the end of the year, and you get all those feelings. Oh, I can't believe it's already the end of the year, but it's the final. I, I don't even like to use the word push necessarily, but we probably all have some deadlines, either from work or just personally. You know, what are the things that we wanted to right. actually accomplish this year? And there, you know, feels like that time is winding down in terms of how much time you've got to hit those goals at the same time there's your social calendar might be picking up and the your normal rhythms are being disrupted by different things so stuff is getting crazy and that's actually really exciting i guess it could be stressful too you know maybe you're feeling that i mean i'll speak to you guys have you guys ever had a a december that actually feels like you know i would love to just be chilling out on my hot cocoa and marshmallows, but I am a little stressed. Have you guys ever been there? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Last year I had a newborn last December. So yeah. It was <laughs> so a little crazy. listen, listen, you know, Mary had a newborn and Christmas time <laughs> and she had to have she that thing in a just barn. Fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and they were moving true. at the same time. It's true. And they were moving. <laughs> so, you know, we can get to the end of the year, the end of the holiday season and just ask ourselves, wow, what just happened? So today the goal is to talk and walk through three anchors that you can cling to this holiday season and hopefully avoid some of that. Wow. Mm. What just happened? This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm here. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you, Courtney, and happy Monday to you, Blake. 
Happy Monday. Happy Monday unto you. Touche. Okay, so the first anchor is, you're, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're probably not going to be surprised, but it is the weekly preview. And if this is, you know, you just started listening to this podcast and really have no idea what we're talking about, the weekly preview is really the connection point between your annual goals and your daily big three. And so it's really this point in the week that you stop and have a moment to think, okay, what do I need to do this week to move forward on my annual goals? Um, but in addition to that, it's really this this moment where you can stop and think proactively about what happened the previous week, you know, what worked, what didn't work, what needs to improve, and then also look into the future and say, okay, what's coming up? You know, what do I need to think about? What things do I need to do to take care of myself? And then what is my weekly big three? What are the three things that if I get done this week, it's really going to be a successful week? I feel like when you get stressed, um, you just have a lot to do that it may be easy to be like, okay, I'm just going to skip my weekly preview, which is exactly the opposite thing you need to do. Um, You need in this season more than ever to be intentional about what you're going to do. And so that's why this is so critical as you move into this season. Like, Do not let go of your weekly preview, friends. This is your future self telling you. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost of productivity future (laughs) look i say this all the time weekly preview is the secret sauce Mm -hmm. here's a better analogy remember when you were young you'd get a train set for christmas right you have those little toy trains they go onto the track but the train set did not work properly unless you linked your trains together to the engine So this weekly preview is really like those little plastic nubs in the back of a train that connect to the train behind it so your train could actually go somewhere. To me, this is how I see the weekly preview. That's how important it is. It links everything else together to keep you going forward and getting that stuff down the road. Exactly. It's the stuff that reminds you of what's important, but also brings you the connection to the granular details of your life. Yes. The temptation for me in December is just to start saying yes to everything because I'm saying yes to stuff at work. Hey, hey, you know, it's just the last push. Hey, it's just last, you know, just one more thing, just this. And then to say yes more in my personal world, like, wow, come on, it's Christmas, you know, or hey, you know, we're we're only in town for so long, or hey, you know, it's whatever it is. The person's saying hey, and that's when I'm like, hey, you know, and then I, I wanna say yes, of course. And the weekly preview. Besides just connecting our goals to our daily activities is also really useful to not overbook yourself, to not mm-hmm. overcommit and then get stressed because when we overcommit, you know, I'm speaking in theory, not that I've ever done this, but mm-hmm. you know, you overcommit and then everything is just worse than you hoped for. <laughs> not yeah. one thing. It's like not one thing went the way that I really wanted it to. And that happens when we overcommit. We overcommit when we don't have insight into our weeks. So yeah. that's why this anchor is so important. All right. So moving to anchor two, daily big three. Now, the daily big three is the most basic tool in the planner. 
Uh, for a lot of people, this is where they begin before they try to tackle all the concepts of the planner. They start with the daily big three. Um, and this is probably one of the most crucial ones as well, because especially during this holiday season, as Blake mentioned, um, the feel of committing to stuff or the feel of wanting to commit to things and a task list could just continue to grow. But those daily big threes really keep us anchored in to the next couple of weeks coming up. The daily big three is when you say, you know how I've got 25 million things to do today? Well, <laughs> what if I reduce that down to three things? <laughs> so if you haven't, if you're not in the habit of doing this, maybe this sounds like an impossible thing to do. But what you want to think about is what three items on this task list, if nothing else were to get done, what are the top three that would move me, move my biggest projects, my most important goals forward? What What's the, we think of the Pareto principle, what's the 20% of activities that could drive the 80% of the results that we're trying to produce? So the practice of setting a daily big three is really powerful because in this season, you may have a lot of stuff going on, more than any other time of the year, potentially. But if each day you're taking time to clarify what's most important to you, you can define the win for the day. <laughs> and that will bring you so much peace of mind in a really busy season. Sometimes what I see a lot in our full focus planner community is kind of the... I feel like people really want to like play by the rules. And so they see like, I've got to have a daily big three, but what they don't necessarily account for is like what they have in a day. So you have like yesterday, I had an all day video shoot. Um, I really would have liked to get some things done on budgeting for next year. I could have put that as one of my daily big three and I would not have gotten it done. It just was not possible. And so what I see a lot of times is people trying to force a daily big three when that day needs to be a daily big one. Um, so I think that's one thing that I that's see yeah. um, that people struggle with, especially in like a busy holiday season. Yeah, the other, the other if you're struggling with narrowing it down, Recognize that you can't do it all, and there's actually power in giving yourself constraints. So you may actually need to renegotiate or reschedule some things, but things, I promise you, in this season especially, things will take longer than you think they're going to take. And so if you feel like, well, I can't possibly narrow it down, you can, and there will be power and, and greater focus in that, but you may also need to then, you know, communicate or renegotiate certain commitments so that you don't overextend yourself. All right. Anchor number three is rituals. We talk about this one a lot as well. A ritual, I think the key thing here with this season is a lot of times people will say, oh, well, my rituals kind of fell away. You know, the holiday season, things were crazy and blah, blah, blah. And what I would encourage you is that Rituals aren't something that you have to fully start or even fully stop. You're already mm -hmm. doing rituals, whether you realize it or not. Rituals are essentially several habits stacked or linked together. The question is, are you being intentional in what you're doing? So in this holiday season, it may be a time if you've got a great morning ritual or a great workday startup ritual, but now all of a sudden, you know, your time is compressed for some reason or another, or you're traveling or you know, staying up later or whatever it is, 
my encouragement would be don't give up on your rituals because they st- they are going to be an anchor. Actually, I just had this conversation right. yesterday uh, with one of our clients and I said, hey, even if you have to take your your ideal ritual from 10 steps to two steps, don't give up on it because mm-hmm. it is this moment in your day where you take back ownership and you take back power and you can kind of ground yourself again. And that feeling, that agency, that reinforcement that, oh yeah, I'm designing my days. It's not, My day's not happening to me. That is so powerful in a busy season. Yeah. And as you talk about that, Blake, I mean, don't abandon them altogether, but you may want to just sit down and see how you can adapt them instead, which would just include sit down, prioritize what's going to be the most important thing that you need to accomplish within your ritual. And then ruthlessly, and I say ruthlessly, eliminate the rest. And if you need to adjust your schedule to make room for your rituals, then just look to see where you can make that possible. I think that's such a good point. And, um, you know, as I look at my rituals, I mean, I think these are a thing to remember that they're always, you're adjusting these. These are never, for me, they're never set in stone. I'm always looking at these. I'm always adjusting them because life changes. And so I, I really feel like that's a, that's an important part for this season. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Well, Blake, once again, it's time we are going to be joined by another caller from the Full Focus Planner community. And uh, he actually was submitted something a while back that I know we thought may be helpful for other listeners just to hear some of his techniques of how he uses his daily planner and uh, specifically the Daily Big Three. So I'd like to welcome Mike to the show. Mike, how's it going? It's it's good. It's going well. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Welcome, Mike. Thank- I love hearing... Uh, ways that people are innovating and utilizing the tool in their world. So mm-hmm. before we get into the specifics, can you share with me and our listeners what you do for a living and how long you've been using the full focus system? Sure. Um, I work with faith-based and private schools. 
working with them on their technology, um, their billing, their financial aid, um, providing tools and guidance for, for those kinds of things. Um, I work in a territory. Um, and so planning, not only traveling, but planning how you're going to have a conversation with someone, um, that just becomes very important. And plus there's other side projects that you have going on as well. So not, not only involved with sales, but with uh, someone who says, hey, can we pick your brain? And then, of course, there are the other things going on with, you know, I don't want to say a side hustle necessarily, but I play music and we have to put that into, you know, so just so many things with family and friends and obligations. My wife and I run a nonprofit to help fund um, music camp and uh, private lesson experiences for kids, too. So just lots of balls in the air, and you really don't want to let any of them drop. And so I've been using the the planner for about four years and was really concerned when I saw things coming out in quarters and go, okay, how am I going to deal with a book for a quarter? And here's another book. But after getting used to it and seeing how things are and finding some other things that were in there and seeing the comments from the community, which has been great. And if anyone's not part of that, you really need to be part of that. And, and that's where a lot of the ideas came into play. But when you put all those ideas together, it's been working really, really well for me. Awesome. Nick gave me a preview. I didn't see what you had posted in the group, mm-hmm. but apparently you had shared a unique take on how you're doing the daily big three, how that plays out during your week. Give yeah. us a, describe the scenery, describe your techniques, managing uh, your most important tasks day to day and week to week. Yep. The, the, the day to day is always the same three, you know, so, and, and I got this from the notes section as well. And this sort of harkened back to, to that is that I was using the notes to track things and all of those things were being tracked during the week. And somebody made the suggestion, why don't you get a five by eight post-it note and Mm. put it on the notes page? And I went, huh, because then I could take those things that I really needed to remember, but yet flip that up to have any kind of notes for the day and then transfer it from the next page to the next page just for a reminder and things like that. Absolutely. Can you tell me more about that? What are you, what are you tracking on that note? Post? If, if we're looking at, like if somebody uses a CRM, they might have cases um, so that you know, it's a, a particular term within, you know, particular CRMs that says, you know, I have to get, um, I have to create a dashboard for, you know, a couple of my clients, but I actually don't create the dashboard. Somebody else does. So I have to just track that project. Um, I mean, if I'm doing things, that's my tasks. But if I have to keep track of who's doing what and how I need to communicate with account managers or, or, you know, different people that interface with the customers on a daily basis, that's where I leave those lists there. Um, so that was very helpful in, in, in doing that kind of thing. And then if I go meet with people, then I can just flip that over and still use the notes page from that day. Um, and then when someone started talking about how to use your big three and I started seeing other you know, post-it notes for publication you know, that, are, that are available uh, commercially, um, I went, well, I could just use this with another post-it note. You put a post-it note on top, that comes through. The big three comes through with the circle and the lines and things like that. So I just use that and fill it in and then transfer it from one day to the next. Um, because 
in my work, it's pretty much the same thing that I have those those big three activities, but they happen at different points during the day. So um, mm-hmm. when I plan the week, I can say, okay, this block is going to be for contacting customers and doing my 10 calls a day. And um, so that I can refer to one and just take my block time that I block out the day in, in 90 minute increments, and I'll just put a, a one in there. And that's what I know to do that big three for that one, because that's the block that that's going to get done. And then the weekends are different. So my Saturday is totally different than my Sunday. Um, I can do my big three tasks for Saturday, big three tasks for Sunday, and get get those all out of the way. It's usually household stuff or projects or, um, you know, the big one for Sunday, which is rest, because um, if, <laughs> if you don't do that, you'll burn out. Um, right. But yeah, that's it's it's been so helpful just to transfer those things from one day to the next rather than spending a half an hour writing stuff. Just I I know it always solidifies what you need to get done, but you know, when it's a day-to-day thing and it's the same thing that you really need to focus on. Um, you know, and I'm not going to write 10 phone calls down, that's on a different list. You know, that's a list that I track on a computer and then have to check off, you know, those kinds of things. So just to clarify, there's two post-it notes of different sizes. Correct. One's on your notes page, one's kind of hovering over the big three each day. Do you take that post note like over the the big three? Do you move it out of your planner and like put it on a desktop or, or something like that ever? Or is it does it live in the planner? No, it's in the planner because it's for the day. And then when I, you know, start the day, put it on the next day. So they they actually live there. Sometimes I'll rewrite the big one because I'll go through and scratch off those things that are completed. Mike, so I have a question for you. So with your daily big three being the same every day, so I'm assuming most of what you use the planner for is specifically work-related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the other things that you kind of have going on, you mentioned, you know, there's music in there, there's some other side projects. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you account for any of those things that have to, you know, be completed within your, within your system there? Yeah, those, those, those are the weekends. So okay. I mentioned the nonprofit that we do. We have teachers that we pay. So those pay teacher bills is like that first Saturday. So that's a big three for the first Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, if we need to, we're having an event in November, you know, hopefully everything stays the way that it needs to, you know, move forward and how we're going to plan with distancing and sanitizing and all that kind of thing. Um, you know, that we have to get save the data announcements out. So those get, you know, put in for Saturdays because work is just really work. Um, I plan mm-hmm. my days to be um, four nine-hour days and one four-hour day. Um, clean up things for Friday afternoon because if I'm going play on a Friday night, I'm getting stuff ready to, you know, go set up a gig for <laughs> – a Friday night uh, kind of thing. Any kind of travel that's there, you know, that just gets blocked out on, you know, a day for traveling or five hours for traveling or, or that kind of thing on the on, on the scheduling. So um, I try and put as little um, additional work during the week, you know, mm-hmm. for the side projects and things as possible. If there's something little, you know, yeah, I can put that in the, you know, additional tasks, you know, and put that sure. in the task list. But um, if there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to get, mm, I can't devote that kind of time. I need to do that on a weekend somewhere. That's awesome. Great. I think yeah. even more than the sticky note technique is the clarity and decisiveness of here's the most important work, the highest contribution that I bring that really moves the needle Mm -hmm. in my work. 
And mm-hmm. I've got to stay consistent in those to see those consistent returns. You talk about like making those 10 calls. So mm-hmm. easy to put that off because it doesn't live or die usually if that happens today. And yet the consistency of doing that builds a strong business. So I, bravo. I mean, <laughs> we coach people up in that type of stuff. So my <laughs> bravo to you for, for figuring it out. Yeah, no, that's that's been... Um... A, a, a phrase that came out a long time ago was plan your work and work your plan, you know, but then there's also, you know, the thing that, you know, all, all plans just die when in, in contact, first contact with the enemy, you know, that, that kind of thing, you know, because I got this all planned out for the day. Great. And you have something that happens in the morning, just totally blows it apart, you know, but those big three, those are, I have to do those big three things every day. Um, so whether it's the, the calls, I, 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 put on my my little cheat sheet here that you know those those calls for the day are somewhere during the day that I know I'm going to get somebody but another one is just an organizing thing because there's you know if you see in the background there's boxes there's papers there's you know all all that kind of stuff and and that has to be addressed but it's only going to be addressed after hours so it's like from 4 to 5:30 that's that's when I do those kinds of things um and then from you know a seven o'clock till eight thirty, that's when I organize my calendar, my leads, my whatever. And people go, well, that's not real real work. And it's like, no, this is work. It needs to be scheduled. It needs to be put in there. So, absolutely, make time for what's important. Yep, you know, seven o'clock to eight thirty, I'll take my first appointment at eight thirty. If somebody needs eight, okay, great. Um, a breakfast meeting, okay, that's going to do the seven thirty or the seven to eight thirty block, and then I'll move whatever's there to someplace else in the day. But um, you know, to to be able to shift those things around and not um, need to keep rewriting everything um, and make reference points to it, that's that's been so helpful um, in keeping the mind straight. Wonderful. Well, thank that's you up. so much, Mike, for joining us and sharing your win using the system and, and the creativity that you brought to it. Hopefully, you listening can be inspired to make the planner your own and, and dial in that daily big three for consistent results. Thanks, yep. Mike. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. it. All right. So the good news is you don't have to get swept away this holiday season. You can stay grounded and come out on top when you cling to three anchors of the full focus system. It's your weekly preview, your daily big three and your rituals. Courtney Blake, any final thoughts before we take it on out of here? Or any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners? <laughs> I think my final thought is just an encouragement that no matter how busy things get, remember that you deserve to make time for clarity. You deserve to make time for clarity. Meaning when we're busy, the temptation to not pause and get the clarity we need, you know, that's really what it is. It's our rituals help create clarity and momentum. Our, our daily big three provides our clarity for our day. Our weekly preview gives us insight and clarity into our week. It's so tempting to not take that time, but think of it like a exponential time, you know, to, to not neglect, recognize that if I can fill my tank with fuel, so to speak, I can make this journey. And if I neglect that, then I may run out of gas on the side of the road. All right, so uh, as tempting as it'll be, I encourage you, you can do it and don't be afraid to pause and make that time to create the clarity you need to have uh, an amazing end to your year. 
Thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends. Don't forget to join the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. And we'll be here next week with another great episode. Until then, stay focused. focused. Time to look at your work and think, I'm sorry, I got really distracted by the garage the dump truck can y'all hear that i mean the garage the garbage man y'all can't hear it okay the reason i got distracted is because my husband didn't put out the trash get out of my garage this episode is brought to you by life focus a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy fun and gives you a gps for your next 10 years you can start today at fullfocus.co slash life focus